Welcome to episode 128 of the Six Figure Product Business Podcast. Another holiday quick tip episode to help you, or sorry, another bonus holiday episode. We are doing 30 holiday episodes in September to help you just get more support around the holiday season. It is your biggest moneymaker time. And between my um, coaching week that we have in September, I'm going to be launching a four or five week holiday boot camp group coaching program that may be announced by the time this episode airs. Um, and then all these podcast episodes, I'm just trying to give you all the tools that you need to get an amazing holiday season because I want you to make more money for your business. Everything I'm doing for this podcast is what I wish I had when I had my product-based business and I didn't have any podcasts I listened to. I didn't have courses or coaches or mentors. So everything I do um, is pretty much like because I didn't have any of that stuff. And I wish I could have used it. I could have made more money in my business. And I probably would have been a lot less stressed out. So today we're going to um, continue the conversation around email marketing and making money through email. So yesterday we talked about um, how to make more money passively through card abandonment sequence. And today we're going to talk about just email sequences in general for email marketing. So when it comes to email sequences, just to give you like a quick recap. So I'm only going to really focus on two for today's episode. There are a lot more sequences that you can have, but I would consider um, card abandonment would be one. We talked about that yesterday episode, episode 127. Um, your post-purchase email sequence is when someone buys something from you and then they get a series of emails after they buy something from you. That is post-purchase. And then the other email sequence that I consider to be uh, the most important is your welcome sequence for leads. So again, someone signs up for your email list, they join your pop-up, um, you know, some reason they join your email list, you then want to nurture those leads and turn them into buyers. So I call that sequence your welcome sequence, but I want to make sure it's very clear because your post-purchase, people might call that a welcome sequence too. So I call welcome sequence for your leads and I have your post-purchase for your buyers. So those are the two sequences I'm gonna talk about today just really, really quickly and briefly. Um, we have some other episodes on the podcast dedicated to um, email marketing and sequences a little bit, but um, you will hear that I talk a little bit more about email marketing on the podcast just because just with all the Instagram changes happening, and people just being uncomfortable with video. Instagram is just pretty much sucking, honestly. Um, and people just unfamiliar with TikTok, I think it's really important that you put some focus and energy into a channel that you can control and that doesn't change every freaking day. Um, and the best part of email, as I kind of talked about yesterday a little bit, is that all the work that you do is you do it one time and then it's completely automated. So when you make money from email marketing, it's probably because you set up an automation or you set up you know, something and it's completely automated in your business and you don't have to actually do any work for it. So that's the best part of email marketing is that most of it's automated and then everything else is just like creating a campaign and you can literally like clone past emails, which is what I always do. Email marketing is like the lazy person's marketing and it's like the best marketing because it's controllable. It doesn't change every day. Um, and most like 80% of email marketing is automated, which means you set it up one time and then it just triggers out for you. So it works for you while you're sleeping 
and you're doing other fun stuff in your business like hanging out with your dogs or paddleboarding with your new metal paddleboard, which is what I did yesterday. Okay, let's talk about email sequences. I'm excited. So again, we are going to cover two email sequences on this episode. And why, and I want to sort of remind you that this holiday bonus season series, whatever, um, everything I'm telling you, like you want to kind of think about how can I use this also for the holiday season. Okay. Just putting that out there. So your welcome sequence, someone joins your email list to uh, episode 125, 126. I forget what episode it is. I talked about how to create an awesome pop-up. So when you have a good pop-up, you're going to get more people to join your email list. When you have more people to join your email list, you can then leverage your welcome sequence and get them from a lead to a buyer. So this is, in my opinion, the most important, it's not the most important, they're all important, but it's just the first one I'm going to cover today. Um, because it's just easy, honestly, and it doesn't have to be so much work for you, you know? Um, so you're, for your welcome sequence, you want to have a series of emails. And again, this is all set up through your email marketing platform. I personally love Klaviyo for all this stuff. So if you sign up for Klaviyo, they actually give you like the, they're called workflow sequences, depending on which platform you're using, but they actually give you like a template in Klaviyo. So they'll give you like basic things. So when someone signs up for your email list, they get a um, email immediately. Thank you for joining our email list. Welcome to the family. Here's your 10% off code, whatever. And then they'll get a series of emails that will come after that. And the emails are meant to nurture and push you to buy basically. So Klaviyo will give you like a starter series of a couple emails that you can use. Of course, you need to edit those to personalize them for your brand. Of course, you need to do that. So for today's purposes, because this is a quick episode, we could ramble on. I mean, I have a course on email marketing where I teach you email workflows, what to put, what to say, how to set them up. Um, I have a group coaching program called Email Marketing Bootcamp where I literally teach you email marketing, how to grow your email list, how to set up your workflows, what to say, what to put in your emails. So I have a lot of other resources for you if you're looking for more hands-on help with email marketing. So for today, I'm just going to kind of keep it um, short and sweet and just give you sort of the basics here. So with the welcome sequence, you want to just have things that are going to get people to move from a lead to a buyer. So things like, how do I, how do I... How do I get someone to learn more about my brand so they want to buy it from me? So an easy way to do that is sharing your story, sharing a photo of you, sharing something about you as the founder of the brand. Okay, that's one email. Another email could be something, again, like your story or, and if you've already shared your story in that first email, then maybe you could be show people a little bit more about your product, what the selling points are, um, what's the benefit of your product, how does it help people, what's the transformation, that's one email. Then you can have another email that focuses on here are our best sellers and why, you know, throw in a video, throw in some lifestyle photos of people using your product, things like that. You could have another email that showcases social proof, 
So testimonials, quotes, again, more images, uh, lifestyle images and things like that. So even if you kind of just focus on those three to four emails as a welcome sequence, that's going to get you some great traction to start off with. So again, we always want to personalize it for our brand. We always want to think like bigger picture. What's the point of these emails? The welcome sequence is meant to turn a browser into a buyer, turn a lead into someone who buys from you. So what information do you need to share with them to get them to want to buy? I see often, and again, I'm critical because that's my job. I need to be critical of what other people do so I can teach you what to do better. But I often see people with this the welcome sequence emails and you can tell that like they've taken them from like a Klaviyo or a MailChimp and they haven't done any personalization. The branding looks shitty. There's no images. Um, there's no personality in the emails. Like you have to show your personality here. You have to show your branding, show your story, show your face if you want to. Like these emails what I've learned literally in six and a half years of being in this e-commerce space is your personality, your story, you are what will sell your products. So if you try to sort of be vanilla and like using like a Clavio template that has zero personality, zero personalization, like you're not even you're not even customizing your call to action buttons with your brand colors. Why should someone buy from you, you know? So put effort into these. This is, you do it one time and then you can analyze your results a month later and then maybe make tweaks, but you're only putting in hard work one time. And I want to really get that across here because this is not social media where you have to create new shit every day. You create email sequences one time and then they continue to work for you. And you continue to obviously use your analytics to guide your decision-making on how you can tweak things. But that's the beauty of email and especially email sequences is that they're set up one time. So that's what you do for your welcome sequence. Like use the templates and all that to guide you, but like please put your personality into the copy, put your um, branding in there, use images. If you can put video in there, awesome. That's what's gonna get someone to want to buy from you. Um, Okay, and then let's talk really quickly about post-purchase. And again, so if you want to use, do these welcome sequences, and then you can clone the whole thing in like a Klaviyo, or you can at least clone um, the emails and create ones just for the holiday season. I mean, I think that's an awesome idea Um, and one that I would recommend you do. So you can take the same email that you created before, but maybe add some holiday products in there. Like, oh, did you know that we also sell these holiday bestsellers or something like that? So you can really think like, how could I create that holiday vibe during the holiday season to get someone to want to buy from me? And I can showcase my holiday products um, passively and automatically. So that's what I would do for the holiday season. Like you can either update your current ones and holidayize them whether it's branding, holiday images, holiday copy, things like that, or you can clone the whole thing or copy and paste. Honestly, it takes a little bit of work, but it's so easy. And you can create ones specific for the holiday season. So anything that's like specific like that works really, really well. Just to give you um, another really quick tip for my client, what we do is we have a welcome sequence in Clavio set up for them. And what we do is, depending on the season, we update those emails. And so if it's summer, 
we put in like so this is a pet brand by the way we put in all their like really most popular holiday i'm sorry most popular summer toys then when we go into fall we update those for like halloween and things like that for the holiday season we update them for the holiday season we don't change anything else we just update like on the bottom of the email we always have like you mu- you'll love these products and then we just put things like that in there or we have like your our best sellers and we update those with the current product of the season so you can do that too and you keep it, it it's easy but you just have to remember once the season's over to update it back to where however you want to do that then Okay, and then really quickly, post purchase. So this this is these are emails that are set up for people that have bought from you. So um this is a really important one. <laughs> I'm like trying not to laugh because it's a really important one, but I also want to keep it short, sweet, and simple for today's episode. And that's sometimes hard for me to be concise, but I'm working on it. Um, okay, so for these emails, what the point of these emails are is that you're taking someone from a buyer into like a loyal customer super fan or at least like a loyal customer. Um, It's not enough when someone buys from you that you just end the conversation there. You have to keep the conversation going. You have to keep them engaged. And then once they get the product from you, you have to really get them to do things for you. So what I like to do or what I like from the post-purchase email sequence is one, the first few emails are kind of getting them excited to get your product. Like here's what to expect. Here's our shipping estimated times, like, you know, things like that. Here's what you need to know before your product arrives. Are there any problem, like, and this is a great place to put this in the post-purchase, Um, Are there any things that your customers often ask you about? Like, I got my product, like, hey, I got this product in the mail, but I don't really know how to, how do I set it up? Like, for example, I just ordered a metal paddle board. I am obsessed. Like, talk about having no knowledge of a brand one day and a week later being obsessed with the brand and then a month later being mega obsessed with the brand because now I've used their product and I'm just, I love everything that they do basically. Um, so I ordered this metal paddleboard. It's a blow up stand up paddleboard and it's beautiful. It's like this beautiful purple. It's called the dreamer Two. I'm just in love with it. I'm in love with it. Anyway. Um, when I got the product in the mail, I was like, Oh crap. Uh, I kind of don't know how to blow. I don't know how to inflate this thing. And then I actually went to email them and then I discovered that the little packet in the, they they gave you like a little um, card in the mail. I'm sorry. They gave you a little pamphlet in the product thing that that showed you how to blow it up. So I was like, okay, I I don't need to email them anymore. But um, I didn't get any emails from them. So they could have gone to my junk folder. I'm not sure. They've done everything right, but I didn't get any emails from them after that said, Here's what to expect, how to blow up, how to inflate your paddleboard. Because if you have an inflatable paddleboard that you're selling to people, you need to make sure your customers know exactly how to blow it up without any freaking problem. And so again, um, they may have sent those emails to me. I just didn't get them. They may have been in my junk folder. I'm just going to give them a pass here because they've done every other thing like to the T perfect. So I'm going to assume that they're probably just in my junk folder, which I should go check. Um, but that would be a great example of like what kind of emails if I'm if you're a paddleboard company and you have a product that people sometimes have questions on how to how to set it up, how to use it, how to clean it, how do I use it for storage, whatever. Um, 
you want to send those as, as part of your post-purchase emails because what they do is one, they're helping your customer get prepared to use your product. And two, they're saving you time because if your customer doesn't know how to use your product or they have questions, they have problems, um, what are they going to do? They're going to email you or they're going to message you on Instagram and say, hey, Susan, um, I got your paddleboard in the mail. How the hell do I inflate it? I don't know what to do. Like, help me. So you want to kind of think, what are the common questions that people ask me about my product? And then two, is there anything I can put in those emails that are just going to like get them excited to receive it? And then two, preempt them from not having a problem. That's really, that's it. That's what you want to do. And then the next few emails are going to be like once they receive your product in the mail. So you're going to have to guesstimate like, okay, um, our average processing time to ship a product is like, let's say two days. So you want to set your email sequences up triggered accordingly. So they get the first email that goes out that says, thank you for your order. We're so happy to have you in our family, blah, 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 blah. Make sure you're following us on TikTok. And then the second email could be sent out like one or two days later. And it would say something like, here's what to expect from your metal paddleboard, blah, 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 blah. Then maybe two days later, it's like, hey, um, you're, you know, your order is likely on the way to you. Like we're, we're so excited for you to get it. Um, here's a few common questions that we get about the paddleboard and how to inflate it. Here you go. Refer them to a blog post or answer the questions in the email, whatever. And then again, like you have to sort of guesstimate based on your common shipping and things like that. Uh, maybe the next email goes out a week later or five days later. And you can assume at that point that they've received the product. And the email could be something like, um, we hope you love your product. If you could take a minute and be sure to like take a photo or video um, of you unboxing it for social media and tag us in it at and then give them like one platform. If you're focusing on TikTok, direct them to TikTok. If you're focused on Instagram, direct them to Instagram. If you're not sure what you're focused on, put Instagram and TikTok. That's fine. Um, but you want to get people, to, like once they receive your product, they should be super excited. Like the second I received that freaking paddleboard in the mail, I literally whipped out my phone and I took videos of the packaging, the box, opening everything up. Like I was literally a psycho. You want to get you want people to know, okay, if you're going to be doing some crazy unboxing video or you have a product that like you can open it up and start using right away, make sure you let your people know that you want them to take an unboxing video. You want them to take a photo or a video of you using the product right away and tag on social media. Because if you don't ask people to do that, they won't do it. I mean, sometimes they will, but you want to ask them and make sure they know, okay, this brand wants me to tag them on social media. This brand wants me to, to take video, you know, things like that. And then you want to do things like, you know, um, if you have a review app or something, or if you want people to leave you a review on Facebook or leave you a review on, I don't know, anywhere, somewhere, Google, Google or something, whatever. The next email could be something like, oh, if you love their product, be sure to leave a review here. Or, you know, the subject line could be something like, what did you think of the paddleboard? And then in the email, it's like, hey, we love, um, you know, we'd love if you could take a second leave a review. Like if you do, click here and you can be entered to win this. Or I don't know, like you don't have to give an incentive, but if there is like um, – once a month, you you know choose one person who left a review and you give them something. Like if you have a, an incentive like that, 
then you want to put that in there. And then you want to have things just, again, reminders of like, hey, did you, did you, um, we love to see your videos of you using your product on social media. Again, reminder, tag us on TikTok, tag us on Instagram, tag us on Pinterest, I'm sorry, Facebook, whatever. Um, and then you want to have things like if you have a customer referral program, if you have a loyalty program, if um, you want to give them um, a discount for a future purchase and you want to put those emails kind of at the end, but you you see the, the progression of these emails. You went from like, oh my gosh, we're so happy to have you as a customer. Thank you, thank you, thank you. They're so excited to get your product, right? And then it goes into like, okay, here's what to expect with our product. Then it goes into... Um, Here's what we want you to do for us without actually saying that. But that's exactly what you're saying. You want, you're asking them, post a picture on social media, take a video and send it to us, leave a review for us, refer your friends, um, buy more shit from us. So if you don't have any of this stuff set up, then this is, I want you to include your email sequences or your email workflows as a goal for Q4. Please add this as one of your goals because I'm telling you, when you, at, when you do these things for your business, you not only get more people to buy from you, but you get your customers to become like your brand ambassadors for you. Um, because you're asking them like, do this for us, do this for us, you're including them in your brand. And then once they take a video and tag you, you're gonna respond to them on social media and you're gonna reshare that video in your stories. And then that person now has gone from you know, I just ordered from them, whatever. Now you've made them feel special because you've acknowledged that they bought from you. Hopefully you've said, hey, thank you so much for ordering. We're so happy that you loved your paddleboard. Um, you know, if you didn't get it in your email, here's a discount for 10% off your next order or something like that. You're, get, you're making them feel special and then they are gonna remember that and they're more likely to buy from you again. So this is this is like, I t and I talk about, this is literally what my book, I'm writing a book called Customer Obsession. This is exactly what my book is about. I literally teach you step by step by step how to turn a buyer into like a mega loyal customer super fan because that's what I did for my business. I, I did a lot of things right with my business. I did a lot of things wrong. I made a lot of mistakes. But one thing that really stands out to me on what I did right with my product-based business, the Depper Dog Box, was I created this like mega loyal community of customers who loved my brand, who felt connected to my brand, who would literally refer every, all their friends, all their followers, all their family to buy from me. Um, like hundreds of people would post on social media every single month tagging me on things. I mean, it was incredible. So I really figured out this like easy opportunity of taking a customer and turning them from someone who buys from you one time and then never you never hear from them into someone who buys from you one time and then buys from you again and again and again. They tell your friends and family. They refer you on, um, they promote you on social media on their audiences. Like they give you user-generated content. They leave you reviews. Like that is how you build, that's customer loyalty in a nutshell, but that's like customer loyalty on steroids. And that's what I did for my business. That was like my big secret sauce. And I'm sharing that with you in the book, Customer Obsession. And I'm so proud of the book. Um, I'm, I'm not quite done yet. I'm I'm working on it. It's been a process. It is a process to do a, like a proper business book. And anyone who's done a business book, like kudos to you because holy crap, it is, it's a lot. But I'm so 
excited about it and I'm so passionate about this topic because it isn't talked about enough. We we put so much emphasis on, you know, tra- and I talk about traffic all the time, PS, but like driving traffic, you know, website conversion, how to do ads. Is there really a lot out there about customer loyalty and how to get people to buy from you again and again? How to get people to be obsessed with your brand? There really isn't. And so this is my like I'm I'm so excited about it. So anyway, so that is what the post-purchase email sequence will help you do. It really will help you build some great loyalty with your customers. Okay, guys, now that I have gone on too long here, but I think this is a great episode, so it's okay. Um, yeah, I hope you like this episode. Um, email marketing is incredible. It's an incredible gift that you can give your business, and I hope you do it. Um, if you have any questions on this, um, definitely message me on Instagram. I have a lot of resources I can share with you and I will see you guys for another quick tip bonus holiday episode tomorrow. Thanks guys.